This is Pod Populi, podcast for the people. Hi, my name is Dr. Sarah Adams. I am a board-certified pediatrician, but I'm not your pediatrician. Feel free to use my podcast as helpful information, but in no way do I intend my podcast to replace the advice of your physician. Your physician knows you and is in the best position to provide medical advice. Hello, and welcome to Growing Up with Dr. Sarah. My guest today is Teresa Lear-Levine. Teresa struggled as a successful mompreneur with trauma, ADHD, and high-functioning anxiety. This escalated for her into chaos, stuckness, and self-doubt, but led her on a journey to regain inner peace, confidence, and self-love. She learned effective ways to get unstuck and release pain, self-sabotage, and those unwanted feelings that cultivate into more desired emotions and create a totally different outcome than previously seemed possible. She's helped female entrepreneurs and moms to work on their mental, emotional, and physical and spiritual health and has done this for over 25 years, evolving a blend of energy psychology emotional freedom technique known as EFT tapping, and chakra strategies. Her methods empower the effective release of anxiety, distractions, trauma, limiting patterns so that her clients can be present, feel happier, and be more fulfilled as they align their values and vision for the future with the actions they take in their business and also their daily life. She lives near Washington, D.C. with her husband, Jeff, four boys, and two yellow labs, and is also the host of the podcast, Becoming More Me. Hello, Teresa. Thank you so much for being on Growing Up with Dr. Sarah. Hi, Dr. Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So I just want to say right off the bat, I also have two labs. I have a yellow lab and I have a Red Fox Lab. So, Oh, how cool. But I only have two boys, so God bless you for raising four. <laughs> Well, it, it's an adventure. It always is, but I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. So emo- let's start with talking about emotional freedom technique. And sure, I'm so impressed that you were able to turn your life around. You know, that that quote about getting unstuck, like I feel like that's where we all feel right now is mm. very stuck and we know where we want to go or we know where we've been and we get stuck in that, you know, depressed about the past and anxiety about the future. And so I'd like to hear more about what exactly is EFT and how does it work? Sure. And I feel all of that. The stuckness is really, was like a major driving force for me to get unstuck because it's just, nobody wants to be stuck, you know, and we're all really tired of knowing better or knowing ways out and yet not being able to actually get there. And I think that's what really makes the stuck feeling so discouraging because we can be super intelligent and understand like, well, this is what I need to do, but why every time I go to do that, do I not do it or doesn't it work or what have you? So for me, EFT, emotional freedom techniques, also known as tapping, really, really helped connect the dots with the stuckness. 
So if I'm going to just kind of explain emotional freedom techniques, they are a combination of ancient Chinese medicine and wisdom from thousands of years ago, and also modern psychology. And the really cool thing that I think really got me to say, gosh, I need to learn everything there is to know about this technique, start using it for myself and start helping other people is that you can literally use it on anything that you can feel. So that means physical and emotional things, past things. So, you know, traumas or bothersome memories or what have you from the past, as well as present day circumstances, feelings, what have you. And also that future pacing, that worry, that anxiety, all of that. And it is scientifically proven. It's not some like woo-woo, we're making wishes and affirmations (laughs) thing over here. There's plenty of studies. And I'm sure as a doctor, that means a lot to you that something has, you know, a rational scientific basis for it. Um, And it works so amazingly well because the ancient Chinese medicine part of it is essentially similar to acupuncture, where we're using our meridian system, which is through which our energy flows in our body to access different places where our energy has become blocked. Basically, anytime that we have a dis-ease in our body or mind, there's an energetic blockage associated with it. Mm -hmm. And by unblocking the energy and having it flow the way that it's supposed to, we bring the feelings that are good back to us and we release the negative feelings, whether that is a pain because you hurt your back or a pain because someone hurt you in an emotional way long ago. And it works similarly either way as far as getting unstuck with the energy. So we tap on the nine meridian endpoints that are known to work together to pretty much resolve anything. And While we're doing that, we're focused in on the negative feeling that we're having. And that's where the modern psychology part of it comes in. And we're speaking as specifically as possible to that pain, to that feeling, to that circumstance while tapping the series of nine different points. And in doing that, we're able to regulate our nervous system at the same time that we're handling, you know, all of the emotional aspects of it too. So it happens simultaneously, which makes it a lot quicker and a lot more effective than just talk therapy, because you get all four of your bodies into it, the mental, the spiritual, the emotional, and the physical. And it it really creates an all around resolution. And a lot of those times when we're stuck, our energy is either blocked or not flowing in the right direction, um, known as psychological reversals. And EFT can get that that flow going in the right direction so that it can be amazing for things like procrastination and self-sabotage and and that kind of stuff. But that's kind of the basics of what emotional freedom techniques are. Um, And because they can be used on so many different things, you know, people are often just like, where do I start? But my advice is always start on what's bothering you the most because you can really create a a domino effect by by knocking out the, the big hard hitters and then not ever really having to work on the other things. And once you get 
to the root of the problem, which is the goal with emotional freedom techniques, get to the root, then you're not going to have it coming back again. Whereas, you know, you might go to a therapist and talk about something that's been bothering you and feel better, but then all of a sudden something comes along and triggers it again. And you're right back where you started instead of having worked it out in, in the physical and the emotional bodies and um, have it actually not be triggered again. There's some, I've been taking a few notes while I'm listening to, there's some common threads that I try to teach my families. And I just want to point them out of some things that you've already said. And one is I tell a lot of the kids to unplug the negative cord and plug in the positive. And so when you brought that up, it reminded me of, of that. I'm a huge proponent of mind body. And so when you're discussing about the nervous system, so already I am very, very interested in this and feel that it's, like you said, has some scientific, um, you know, legitimacy, for lack of a better term, right off the bat, and root, root cause, because so often, we don't really know what is the root. And if we don't get to the root, we can kind of uncover some of the present problems, but the root is very important. But very often, when I bring up therapy to my patients and families, you know, they're picturing sitting in a room laying on the couch with a therapist and their book. And I'm like, no, 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 you know, it can be so much more than that, so much better. Yeah. And uh, and it has become. So those were kind of the four things that really drew me to wanting to learn more. How did you discover yeah. this? Um, I discovered it. It discovered me. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it was one of those things Meant where it kind of kept tapping me, tapping me on the shoulder for years. It's been around in the way that we know it as emotional freedom techniques since the mid to late nineties. Okay. Um, and I started hearing about it probably around 2005, 2006, right when I was starting to have kids and I would, I would see like Olympic athletes using it to have better performance. And I think the most popular thing that most people see it get used for is with like war veterans or people that have been through like major traumas. Yeah. And it's seriously like the most easy, um, compassionate, gentle way to work through that kind of stuff. So I saw it used for those kind of things. And meanwhile, I'm like nursing a baby on the couch and I just want to like lose 25 pounds and have some energy and sleep through the night. So I'm like, how does this apply to me? So I kept kind of like pushing it aside. Like, this isn't my thing. This isn't going to be my technique. This isn't how I'm resolving my problems. Wish I hadn't, but, um, you know, after pushing it aside for a while, it wasn't until, you know, several years ago that, uh, it found me at a retreat that I was on um, in my my current you know health and fitness business that I was running at the time, and all the all the girls and I that you know did that kind of work were together for a retreat, and they brought in a speaker that was just like a level one certification EFT um, practitioner, and I don't even think she's a practitioner. She just you know she knew enough about it that she could share, and she came in to to teach us, and we started applying it to just basic stress and anxiety. And I'll mention that at the same time, this was right before COVID was kind of known as COVID. And I was super sick. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. In retrospect, um, I got sick on the way to this retreat or I wouldn't have gone. Um, But I was was on my ride there and all of a sudden like, my throat's not feeling right. And then I'm like so tired and my whole head feels like it's like closing in and everything's getting not feeling good. And 
we're, we're sitting at this retreat doing the tapping and I'm not only noticing that my general stress and anxiety, which were pretty high at the time, just generally, I mean, with, you know, four kids and trying to run my businesses from home and this, you know, approaching pandemic and everything else, I was pretty stressed out. And I, mm-hmm. I have what I, you know, relate to as high functioning anxiety. It's always kind of propelled my success more than it's held me back and also ADHD. So that all kind of gets thrown in the mix. <laughs> and not only am I noticing that I'm feeling a lot more relaxed and a lot more just present with the people that I'm with and with what's going on, more rational, more logical, but also I'm not as congested as I was. My throat feels more open and I have enough energy to like go do like a full photo shoot and some other stuff that we had planned afterwards without that feeling like I want to just crawl in bed and die, which is pretty much how I felt before we worked on it. And that is when I was like, hey, not only did this help that, but emotional freedom techniques has this really cool thing associated with it called borrowed benefits, where when you're able to lower the stress, the anxiety, essentially the cortisol and all of those hormones in your body, which you can do like amazingly well with EFT, like you can lower your cortisol up to 43% in 10 minutes. Wow. And, and we know too, that that affects so many parts of our body, but specifically we're talking about weight loss. That's a huge factor yeah. in it's women factor and weight loss. It really is. And EFT is amazing for weight loss. That's a whole other podcast. (laughs) But so I'm noticing like I'm feeling less stressed and also I'm feeling better. I'm experiencing those borrowed benefits. Like this is amazing. Like I'm working on just one thing for five, 10 minutes, maybe. And all of these things are changing. And for me, it was like, I could see how this, like the layers of consciousness were starting to kind of emerge. And there were just all different ways that I wanted to apply this and use it in my own life and breakthroughs that I had to make and everything else. And I just, I couldn't get enough of it. Wow. And I could see how you want it. You want to share that. I could understand that because once you do feel that freedom, I love that the fact that freedom is even in the term yeah. of this technique, technique, because that's really what we're looking for. And just like you said, many times we know exactly what we need to do. I mean, if we talk about, we're not talking about diet in particular, but even if it just comes down to self-care, you know, we know we need rest. We know we need to right. eat healthy. We know we need to breathe and meditate and get some exercise or all those different things to just, you know, relieve brain fog and feel better yeah. and less bloated and be there for others. You know, that's my ultimate why is always, I just want to be there for others. And sometimes we're not present. We think we're there, but we're really physically a lot of places without (laughs) actually being there, mind, body, and spirit. That's for sure. That was my experience for a long time. Like I'm here, but I'm not really here. And it feels horrible because EFT allowed me to really call my energy back into that present moment. You made that um, analogy of like unplug the negative cord and plug in the positive cord. And it it was the same thing with getting present, but you know, even more, in in this world where things are so toxically positive sometimes, it can be hard to just shift and be like, you know, feeling like crap. Oh, I'm going to be positive now. Like it can be hard <laughs> to just plug in that positive cord. And what I liked about EFT is that it allows you to focus on the negative. So you actually Feel your get a chance to have that voice to express your feelings without feeling like you have to jump right to like, everything's going to be all right, you know, all is well. Uh, and actually allow that to rise up and out of your energy system and body and no longer feel it instead of pushing it down and having it 
turn into and manifest into other things in your body, whether physical or emotional. And, you know, like, like you said, when you know better and you're not doing better during those times, that's when our inner critic pipes up like crazy, yes. that inner voice, all of those negative things that we're telling ourselves, like, gosh, Teresa, you know, you shouldn't be eating that, you know, you're going to skyrocket your cholesterol, or you're going to gain 15 pounds, or you're going to that little voice starts going. Well, you know what that does? That increases the cortisol. It increases the stress hormones. It brings all of that up. Whereas when you're, you know, practicing EFT, even just five or 10 minutes a day on whatever happens to be bothering you at that moment, you're lowering those levels. Everything's a little easier. You're finding that compassion, that compassionate side of your heart chakra, as I like to call it, that energy center of the heart and really being a friend to yourself, which then allows you to be that support system for, you know, in, in the case of, you know, you as a pediatrician, your support system as a parent to your kids and everything else. And to be able to advocate in a, in a good way and, to, you know, just, just show up the way that you want to and see that positive domino effect come and actually feel genuinely positive instead of just like trying to put some kind of sugar coating on a ball of crap that is really how you feel, you know, like really making it genuinely positive and dissipating all of those crappy feelings so that you genuinely feel good. So is this something that's difficult to do or you no. You mentioned, what, what did you call it? The nine... I should have taken a note of that. There's there's nine different points that we okay. use with traditional EFT. I incorporate some more when I work with people and there's we've got meridian points all over our body. But essentially the karate chop point, which is kind of like it sounds at that side of your hand, if you were going to you know, chop a board, we use the side of our hand and then the fingertips from the other hand to kind of tap on it. The karate chop point is where we normally set up our intention. So if we're going to talk about, I don't know, even though I have all of these feelings of mom guilt or, you know, I wish my kids were healthier or whatever it is. I love accept and forgive myself. We bring in those intentions as we're tapping the karate chop point. And then we talk through all the negative feelings as we're tapping the other eight points, which are the top of the head, the eyebrow point where the hair on your eyebrow begins, the side of the eye, underneath of the eye, underneath of the nose, underneath of the mouth, the collarbone, and then underneath of the arm, not the armpit, but more like where your bra strap would wrap around your body. Okay. Those are the, the main points that we use. And those are the ones that are proven in combination to clear all the things. And what I'd like to do when we're done recording the episode is invite listeners to, um, to watch us do some tapping. We're going to make a little recording and we'll see what, what we decide to tap on. You're going to have to request it to see what we, we choose because I'm <laughs> going to see what Dr. Sarah wants to work on today. And <laughs> we're going to do a private tapping session. And then all you need to do is send me an email, Teresa at TeresaLearLevine.com and put the name of the podcast, Growing Up with Dr. Sarah, in the subject line. That's all I need. And I will make sure that you get this recording and then you can try it yourself and see how it works for you, understand a little bit more about what tapping is, what it looks like and how it's done. And uh, that's usually a really great way to get started with it. So can, if people want to try this with you themselves, is this something that you do remotely and is it effective, just as effective in person as well as remote? Or have you noticed a difference now that we're in this life of virtuality. 
Yeah. So this is equally effective in person or through a Zoom meeting. I do nearly 100% of my work virtually. I work with mostly women and a few brave men all around the world. So all different, you know, time zones and things. And this is a super empowering technique. So I like doing it remotely because you're, you know, tapping with your own hands on your own body. You're using your own voice. You're feeling better, whether we are five miles away or 5,000 miles away, and you end up being able to claim that result even more. But there's, there's no greater effectiveness from doing it in person. Back when it was first being formulated, sometimes the tapping practitioner would actually tap on the patient while, you know, they they were, you know, saying whatever it was that they were working on, but there's no greater effectiveness to that than, than doing it yourself. I think it's a great technique to do on your own. And what's wonderful about it too, is that as we, as you know, moms, dads, any caretaker, grandmas, grandpas, you know, they're so busy that to be able yeah. to do it in their own environment at a time that's mutually you know, positive for both of you, that sounds amazing to me because many times they're like, I just don't have time to get in the car and go somewhere to do what I need to do to take care of myself. It just kind of snowballs, you know? Yep. And it just spirals on down and then not being able to have the time to do that makes us feel shame about not having the time to do that. And then we feel guilty and all sorts of things. You know, I was kind of brainstorming before we got started, just feeling really grateful, honestly, to be talking to a pediatrician today, because that brings to light for me, my four boys. And it brings me conscious of kind of the reason why I do everything that I do. And just the, the whole, you know, the whole big picture of everything. And I'm starting to think, I'm like, gosh, you know, my four boys, pediatrician time, doctor's visits, all of these things. I probably spend 50 plus hours a year in different appointments, going to or from scheduling them, following up, picking up, you know, a prescription or, yes. you know, going to an emergency room or whatever else during the year. And that's, I mean, I didn't think a whole lot about that. Maybe it's a hundred hours. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's 25. It's a lot of time over the course of a year. Yes. So, uh, you know, having, having ways to help them during that and yes. myself, because, Gosh, I mean, for parents, like even if you're just going to a well visit with your kids, you, you get worried sometimes. You're worried, oh, are they going to be shots? Are they going to get their finger pricked? Is there going to be a toe prick? Is there going to be like kid just phobias and fears? What do I need to deal with? Are they going to behave themselves? You know, and then there's stress with like the greater things, like if they fracture or break a bone or, yes. you know, get a concussion or they need stitches or whatever else. And EFT is so calming. I mean, even just to breathe and tap your collarbone point brings down your stress level and you can just kind of hold those points. And, you know, I find myself oftentimes when I'm waiting for something that's a little bit stressful, just doing that, if it doesn't look weird or kind of, you can tap the sides of your fingers. There's great points on the sides of your fingers that you can use. And you can even kind of have your hand in a pocket while you're doing that. And nobody needs to know, but there's all these ways that we can help regulate. And for kids, it's one of the most awesome ways to take care of like they come in association with at doctor's offices and visits all yeah. the time. Um, fears and phobias are some of the coolest things to work on with EFT and food cravings too. That was like my favorite place to start. 
but you know, there's just so many ways. And then I think about it, like from your perspective and, you know, being a healthcare provider and, you know, all the stress with the demands of your job and all the recent changes with, you know, the pandemic and everything else. And, you know, just pressure. There's got to be so much pressure. People must think that, you know, you have these superpowers and that you can heal them and do all these things that like, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human and we're all just trying to help each other and make the best decisions. But there must be so much pressure and stress to give the right diagnosis, to provide the right treatment, to get it right 24 seven. And I just see so many opportunities for a technique like this to really help healthcare providers as well. So I have a couple of questions. One is you mentioned kids. And do you believe that this is, I mean, is this a, a um, technique that can be used for children? And what ages do you recommend? Absolutely. Well, anybody can can use this. I mean, you could do tapping on a baby if you wanted to tap for them. And it's going to still regulate their nervous system. Yeah. But I've seen kids as young as like two doing it. Oh. Um, it's and I find that kids are more open to it. You know, if I'm going to get a little bit on the woo-woo side of things, I feel like younger children are more connected to the source from which we came and more open to all the things that reconnect them with that, which includes things that make them feel good and things that help them feel better. And this is one of those things, whereas adults can be a little more skeptical and a little more you know, it's, it's ego and it's pride and it's all these other things that make us think like, I'm going to look like an idiot, like tapping my head and (laughs) talking out loud about the stuff that's bothering me. But you know what? It's kind of like you said about therapy. This is fun. Like EFT tapping therapy is fun. It's fulfilling. It actually changes things. You know, like I, I had one mom come to me um, to work with me recently, like about seven months ago. And interestingly enough, she was also in the healthcare industry like you. And she was frustrated with um, her parenting and always just kind of like losing it despite knowing better. Like she kept like losing her temper and feeling like everything was out of alignment. And like, like, like she had this like monster inside of her that was squelching her dreams of being this adored, gentle, sweet, caring mother that, you know, oftentimes she was, but sometimes she wasn't. And Mm -hmm. she was really beating up on herself for that. And unsure of how to like fix that. So that is where we started with her journey. But people often think like this has one use. Like they come to me like for fear of flying or for a phobia or something thinking like, I'll just knock out this one thing. And then the aha moment comes and you realize that, you know, it's not just about the kids or the temper or whatever, you know, for her, it was about her and this whole world of things to explore starts to emerge things like, you know, her business, her marriage, her relationship with her own parents, the the friends that she was preventing herself from making because she had all of these, you know, feelings of self-doubt and imposterism and stuff running through her veins all the time. And you know, we, we went deep and things really started to transform and shift really quickly. Like I said, we've only been working together for seven months and she catches herself now before she goes into these, you know, emotional kind of tirades or explosions with her kids like she used to, or she catches herself in the middle of it, but she's able to pull back instead of feeling like she has to go through this whole act of things that she used to do. And the consciousness, like I said, it's just so much more raised. She's more accountable. She 
you know, understands, not only understands that her thoughts create her feelings, but she's actually able to shift them in real time. And those are the kind of differences that really have us showing up as more of the person that we want to be every single day and really getting towards that place where we want to be in this life. And as a parent, being able to model that for my kids even if, I mean, people always ask me like, oh, does your family tap together? And I'm like, no, they're like, I wish we had like this kumbaya circle thing going on. And we all like sat around and did this, but no, they, I mean, what mom does is not cool. (laughs) You know, I know I I do what I do and that's okay because you know what, they see the results of it. And in this client's case, her family could see the results of it too. And her kids were interested in, in it when they started to have temper tantrums and, you know, harder emotions and things like that. And we get to model that and be the change even if we're not perfect while we're doing it. I mean, I I still blow up on my kids from time to time. Like, not going to lie. This hasn't like fixed me in any kind of like a permanent way where like I never do those things anymore. But guess what? I catch myself and I do different things than I did previously. You're better. Once I do. It's better. Mm -hmm. I I always say it's better. It might not be perfect, but it's definitely better. What do you tell people that are like, oh, this sounds like, you know, that are skeptical. You brought up the word skeptical, but what, what do you tell people? I mean, other than I know you've you've had you've got some great, you know, that story about uh, the client that you worked with. I I love that story because I would imagine, too, this also helps with relationships, not just with your own child or with yourself or with your job, but also with your significant other. Yes. And absolutely. I know like my husband and I are always trying to do different things like start with I statements instead of you did this. It's like, I would like it if you did this, you know, or when it really escalates, the funny thing that we tell each other is I love your enthusiasm. (laughs) So that just kind of, we start laughing and it kind of deescalates because most little arguments are about, you know, not very significant things, but they tend to roll. So I would imagine this also helps with, um, with that too. And the other thing that I, really love is how you were talking about being able to like tap your fingers. One time I told a patient of mine, she's darling 10 year old who has some anxiety. And I told her, you always have your breath, you know, you you always have your breath. So we talked about breathing, but then it was funny because, you know, they're so smart because then she came back and said, well, sometimes I feel like I can't breathe. You know, and that's a real feeling. And so yeah. I'm I'm not smiling or making fun at, at in any way, but I realized I'm like, yeah, that's true. Sometimes when we are panicked, you know, so here I am telling her she always has her breath. And one of the symptoms she has is that she can't catch her breath. And I thought, right. so when you said that about, you know, being able to tap, it's like that you can always do unless you feel paralyzed. I feel like someone else right. would tell me that. But yeah, sure. I, and I like to give them techniques, like especially teenagers who are sitting in or even younger children who are sitting in the classroom and they feel those emotions just come up. Um, giving them techniques that they can do right. where people aren't exactly looking at you and going, what is she right. doing? You know, so. Well, I mean, think about it. Like when we, when we get stressed, a lot of times, what do we do? We wring our hands, we rub our temples. We go, we sometimes we'll even rub our own shoulders or what have you. And all of those are meridian points. Yeah. Sometimes people put their hands on their face or what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We we tend to go for those same points that use with EFT tapping. It's very, very natural. And 
It's it's so simple that I think that's why most people discount it because they're like, how on earth could this be that effective? And so I think it's totally normal for people to be skeptical. I, I know I was. I mean, sure. I mean, we can read all the scientific studies. We can, I can share tons and tons of testimonials of my own with you, but at the end of the day, you have to experience it for yourself. So the best thing that a skeptic can do, if they actually want to know if there's change available for them, which there is, um, is to try it and to try it first on something that's tangible, like a headache or a backache or being really angry or frustrated in the moment, something that when you make that shift in a five or 10 minute time span, you're going to know it happened versus working on, you know, limiting beliefs or, you know, whatever other things aren't as concrete and tangible. It's still working there, but sometimes it takes a little longer Longer. for something to come back and show you that it's working or to see the advances that you've made. And and I love this because I am finding now in the last even even before COVID, but definitely in the last couple of years that more and more families are coming to me for medication. And even though I am a medical doctor, my practice has always been less is more. And it it really breaks my heart because we try to do everything we possibly can until that point, but there are some situations where that medication is necessary. But to be able to give families, and again, I always believe that it comes from the top down, to be able to give caregivers, moms, anybody that takes care of children, the ability to take care of themselves, then they're going to be better at taking care of others. And that's just the bottom line, whether it's your children or even your parents. We're in an age right right now where, what are we, we call the sandwich, you know, uh, generation where we're taking care of our parents, we're taking care of our kids, trying to take care of ourselves and empower our our, um, ability to to do the things in life that we want to do. So this sounds amazing to me. Right. Before- and I mean, it's all based in in the idea that energy is everything, mm-hmm. you know? And so with this being a component of energy psychology, even if it's just you that you're changing, maybe you're worried about your kid's behavior or your kid's health or whatever, even if you just elevate your energy, your frequency, your consciousness, that rising energy, kind of like a rising tide, raises all ships, raises all people. We are all of the same material, the same source, the same energy kind of flowing through all of us. So when we can raise one, everything elevates. And that is a really cool ripple effect. And one of my main reasons for doing this work is that I want to see that positive ripple just go all over the world and, and raise everyone. Excellent. And, and it's not something that you have to buy, like, we're not purchasing another, po- you know, I, I shouldn't say potion, but it's not anything you have to go to the store to buy, it's available to you 24 yeah. seven, once you understand how to use it and, um, and go through the process. So how do people get in touch with you? How can they reach out to you if this resonates to them as something that, yes, I need to start. I need to make a change and a difference in myself as well as my family. 
Absolutely. And I love to hear from people. So like I mentioned before, I'm going to do that exclusive tapping with you. They can email me, Teresa at TeresaLearLevine.com and put growing up with Dr. Sarah in the subject line and I'll send that to them. But I'd also love to give them another gift which is this great resource that I've created that has all sorts of different tapping sessions and things where you can kind of press play and try it, as well as a really good quiz where you can learn if you are emotionally free or where you are being kind of held back right now, which helps you understand where to start. And you can get that by going to teresasfreegift.com. My name is with an H, so it's T-H-E-R-E-S-A-S, freegift.com. Dot com. And of course, you can find me all over, you know, social media and my website, which is Teresa Lear Levine or my podcast website, which is becomingmoreme.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today on Growing Up with Dr. Sarah. I'm definitely excited to learn more about this myself. And I think you should come back and we can talk about weight loss because I think that's one of those caveats that I hear a lot, not just in moms, but also my kids that I take care of. So we'll yeah, have to. I'd be happy to. That'd be great. Well, thank you again. And thank, thank you. Thank you for all you do, Dr. Sarah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. And don't forget to follow wherever you like to listen to your shows, like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And let's grow up together. All right. That was great. I think that was awesome. perfect. It was 35 minutes. I know we, cool. like I said, we could talk forever, but yes, I want to make sure. I was trying sure. to be conscious of the time without yeah. leaving anything important out. <laughs> right. I know. I know. It's so good. Um, well, I'm excited to try it. So good. We just All right. So you're, you're still rolling? recording. And then yep. when we're done, you'll just send me a link or like a Google Drive link or something with the, the video. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, then what would you, what do you think would be most valuable to your listeners to tap on? I'll just get a little information and then I'll start the. Let's see. Um, Or is there something that's bothering you that you want to work on? I mean, either way, (laughs) it's fine. It's just a matter of this is going to be potentially shared with whoever requests it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I, you know, I love that you're, you talked about high functioning anxiety. When I talk to my kids a lot, when I say my kids, I mean like my patients. Yeah, I know what you mean. (laughs) I tell them, I'm like, you know, anxiety is like the gas. It's the go and, and it's good. But sometimes we need to know how to put on the brakes. But anxiety is such a big thing. I I do suffer from headaches, um, but I also am in the process of some healing myself from surgery. So we could touch on any any one of those things. Um, do you? Why don't we do headaches? Because is that is that too big? Do you, do you have one right now? Oh, that's a good question. No, right now I feel pretty. <laughs> prefer to work on something where I can perhaps deliver a transformation for you in the moment. Um, Because I think that's valuable also. Well, I will say today is one of those days, as you probably have experienced where you've got like, I had a doctor's appointment, I needed to visit my sister who's in a nursing home, you know, we had the podcast, I have another doctor's appointment. It's just one of those days where I it's what I call happy stress sometimes where it's just, I've got a lot to do today. And I'd like to figure out a way to be effective in a day like today where I'm just, it's not really like I'm worried about something, but I'm, I know my cortisol is up just because I've got this, this, this. So what do you do when you've got a lot on your to-do list and you're just, you know, it's all going to get done, but you feel that, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know how yes. to describe it. I know exactly what you're talking about. All right, let's start. And we're going to we're gonna talk about this a little bit more as we do. Okay. 
Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for requesting this exclusive private tapping session that I'm getting ready to do with Dr. Sarah. And what this is going to be, it's going to be kind of like follow the leader. We're going to go through a round is what we call it of tapping where we, you know, start on that karate chop point that we talked about in the episode and we work through the other points three times. And then we kind of see what happens. Now, as with any good practice where we're trying to figure out if something's changing, we get a rating at the beginning. So just like you might ask your patients when they come in, how much something hurts and do you use that like zero to 10? scale. Yes. We call it the SUD scale, subjective units of distress um, with EFT. So we rate things from zero to 10 and we write that down before we start. And I encourage any of you that are going to do this with us to do that too, because you can make such a huge shift in such a short period of time that you will discount it when you're done. And you'll be like, oh, I guess it wasn't that bad to begin with. <laughs> Instead of giving yourself credit for what a powerful, amazing human you are and how much energy you just shifted and changed. So we're going to do that. And I know Dr. Sarah said that today was a really busy day for her. And she was kind of feeling that like high functioning anxiety and that desire to be able to get all the things done, perhaps enjoy yourself while you're doing them. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to be present. And, and I mean, I was mentioning, I have some doctor's appointments and I want to go visit my sister and I don't want to be thinking about the next, what I have to do next. I really want to be present. So I hear everything that the doctor has to say and I'm open to listening to, to what they have to say and not feel rushed with my day and just enjoy it. Where are you afraid that your head might be during those things if it's not in the present moment? I, I feel like my head very often is at what my next step is. So okay. I'm I'm doing A and I'm already thinking about B and not really being present in that A moment, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, you know, I've got my to-do list of running around and I feel like I'm just stuck in what's next as opposed to really taking in what's happening at the moment. And there's not any like particular preparation work or anything that you need to do for any of these things where you need to be like thinking about it or you need to be doing something? Not necessarily. Um, I do, you know, at the doctors, I want to make sure that I'm asking all the right questions and that I'm receiving because how many times have you just sat there and listened to somebody tell you something and you feel like you're absorbing it, but you're really not. And so that happens to me a lot, especially when I have a lot to do. And that could even be with just having a conversation with my family. They're talking to me and I'm already thinking about what I've got to do, you know, later this afternoon. I can totally relate with the ADHD aspect of things. I know that when it comes to doctor's appointments and things, I'm often like, excuse me while I break out my voice recorder, which I will then use transcription services to (laughs) transcribe and then I'll read what you wrote. But I get it. I get it. I get it. So when you think about your desire to be present today and your fear that you're not going to be, how much stress and anxiety are you feeling on that scale of zero to 10? I Honestly, I wrote down eight. I feel it. Great. I'm going to write that down for you too. And, and it write doesn't, down for myself too. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be bad things. Like these aren't bad things. It's just, I'm an eight because I just feel like, oh, I've just got to get yeah. it all done. And am I going to be yeah. on time and just everything? I'll, I'll throw my own into the hat too. And this will kind of give people an, an example because, you know, maybe others that are doing this don't have a doctor's appointment and they're not visiting their sister today or what have you, but they have other things that they're doing. What I want anybody who's doing this to do is to customize 
what we're saying to what you have going on and what you're feeling. So that's really specific for you. So if I'm thinking about my day today, my husband just left on travel this morning. It's me and my little guy who right now, thank goodness it wasn't while we were recording, but he's decided to go into his bedroom, which is right above me and jump off of the bed. I can pretty much tell because I sound like there's an elephant coming down through my ceiling every few minutes, but you know what? He's having fun and hopefully the audio is not picking it up too much. I haven't but, heard a thing. You know, Yeah. So it's like, you know, we'll have lunch after this. And then I know I need to get some work done before my other kids get home from school. So I'm a little bit stressed about that whole flow and how that may or may not flow. He's usually in preschool, but that's done. But my other kids have school for the next few weeks. And then solo parenting, I'm kind of like, okay, how am I going to do the dinner flow into the soccer practice and everything? Like my husband and I are a pretty good team with getting things done, but everything's a little different when he's not here. So like you, I'm feeling that whole, like, I want to be present, enjoy the day. I don't have anything that I need to stress about. My Things for tomorrow are pretty well lined up. Today is good. And how do I, how do I stay present in the moment? So I'm probably at like a six. Did you hear that thumb? Yes, I did. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the elephant. <laughs> Five-year-old having fun. I love but it. you know what? Before EFT, I would have been starting to get kind of ticked off right about now. <laughs> and now I'm just like, whatever. You know what? He's having fun. I'm here with you. Everything's still getting done. People can handle a few thumps. Yes. So <laughs> we're going to start on the side of our hand. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to have you repeat after me. And if you guys are listening to this um, and you've gotten the recording, then just do this along with us. Write down your number first and we'll kind of look at everything when okay. we're done. Okay. Even though I'm feeling a bit anxious about my day. For me. Can you repeat after me? Oh, wait, sorry. You I <laughs> even though I'm feeling a bit anxious about my day. Even though I'm feeling a little bit anxious about my day. And I'm worried that I'm not going to be present. And I'm worried that I'm not going to be present. I want to love, accept, and forgive myself. I want to love and accept and forgive myself. Even though it feels like I have a lot going on. Even though it feels like I have a lot going on. And I always need to jump to worrying about the next thing. And I always need to jump to worrying about the next thing. I honor that feeling. I honor that feeling. And accept myself anyway. And accept myself anyway. Even though it's really important to me to be present today. Even though it's really important for me to be present today. And to be a good listener. And to be a good listener. And a good sister. And a good sister. I'm a little worried that I'm not going to be. I'm a little worried that I'm not going to be. And I love, accept, and forgive myself. And I love, accept, and forgive myself. Now we start going through the other points. All of this anxiety. All of this anxiety. I can really feel it in my chest. I can really feel it. I can really feel it in my chest. Moving to the eyebrow. And I'm not sure why I'm so stressed out. I'm not sure why I'm so stressed out. Side of the eye. Or why I always feel like I need to be at the next place. Why I always feel like I need to be at the next place. Under the eye. And I just want to be present. And I just want to be present. Under the nose. 
logically, I know that's the only place I have any power anyway. Logically, I know that's the only place I have power anyway. Under the mouth. And yet I still find my brain going to the next thing. And yet I still find my brain going to the next thing. Collarbone. And then I get really hard on myself. And I get really hard on myself. Under the arm. Because I feel like I'm wasting my time or the time of others. Because I feel like I'm wasting my time or the time of others. Back to the top of the head. Feel like I'm going to miss something important. I feel like I'm going to miss something important. Eyebrow. I feel like I'm not going to get the most out of my day. I feel like I'm not going to get the most out of my day. Side of the eye. And then I start worrying about that. And I start worrying about that. Under the eye. Just wanting to be present. Just wanting to be present. Under the nose. And be exactly where I am. And be exactly where I am. Under the mouth. Enjoying and soaking up all of the things I'm getting to do. Enjoying and soaking up all the things I'm getting to do. Collarbone. Feeling grateful for all of these opportunities I have today. Feeling grateful for all the opportunities I have today. Under the arm. Maybe even just enjoying the commute from place to place. Maybe enjoying the commute from place to place. Top of the head. Allowing these thoughts of what I have to do next to just leave me from right now. Allowing the thoughts that I have about what I have to do next just to leave me right now. Eyebrow. I'll know where I need to be. I know where I'll need to be. Side of the eye. But right now, I'm just going to enjoy where I am. Right now, I'm just enjoying where I am. Under the eye. Not even thinking about the appointments or visiting with my sister or all the other things I need to do. Not even thinking about my appointments and my visit with my sister and all the other things I need to do. Under the nose. Right now, I'm just here with myself, learning a new way to take care of myself. Right now, I'm just here with myself, learning a new way to take care of myself. Taking some deep breaths and enjoying my morning. Taking some deep breaths and enjoying my morning. Collarbone. Recording an awesome podcast and having a conversation. Recording an awesome podcast and having a conversation. Under the arm. And just getting present with where I am right now. And just getting present from where I am right now. Now we're going to do some side of the finger point. So tapping on the side of your thumb with your forefinger. With love. With love. Side of the pointer finger here. Compassion. Compassion. Moving to the middle finger. Tolerance. Tolerance. And understanding. 
and understanding. Move to the pinky. I now forgive. I now forgive. Back of the hand between the ring finger and the pinky. And I call my power back into my body. And I call my power back into my body. And back into this present moment. And back into this present moment. I am whole, complete, and powerful. I am whole, complete, and powerful. Now, Dr. Sarah, I want you to take a nice deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Feel free to stretch or yawn or roll your shoulders or whatever feels good, realizing that you've just moved a lot of energy in your body. You've just unblocked some things and stuff's shifting around. And I know I didn't mention it before, but people want to hydrate optimally before doing EFT, definitely after, because a lot of stuff is, is changing in your energetic system as we do that. Yeah. So now when you think about today and you think about your worries about being present and the anxiety that you're feeling about this, this busy, robust day that you have ahead of you, how do you feel on that scale of zero to 10? I feel a four. I feel like it's literally cut in half. And awesome. it was interesting because through the process, I was like, you know, you re you have to be present in the process too. And, and it, it took, I think a couple rounds before I started to feel that transformation, but I definitely, by the time we got to the hand, I could absolutely tell that it was just, you know, my energy was so different. I had, you know, I just, I feel calm. I do feel present. I'm, I know this sounds crazy, but I literally am not even thinking about what I have today. I'm just thinking about being here with you. It's, it's, this works. This works. Awesome. It's amazing. Wow. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to try it with me. And I hope this is a, a blessing to all of the listeners that request it. And Absolutely. I think it's really cool that we did a, a topic that is really pretty general. So, you know, whatever you have going on in your day, for those of you who are listening, just apply this, just change the words a little bit, change, you know, where you're feeling it or whatever, and make it yours, own it and see how it works out. And I always encourage people to shoot me an email after you've tried this, Teresa at TeresaLearLevine.com. Tell me how it went. I love, love, love hearing like what your number went to and from and what shifted or changed or what you got conscious of while you were tapping. I geek out on that stuff. So please yeah. share it with me. And I'm sure that Dr. Sarah would probably love to hear from you too, if you had a, an awesome experience with yes. it also. Yes. So. I Thank you. Thank you for doing that with me because I would say that's a daily and most days, a daily theme. You know, it seems like the days that I'm in the office, that's a whole different type of thought process. But it's the days that I'm I'm not working, interestingly enough, that I find where I should have less anxiety, but I actually have more because it's like those are the days you're trying to get it all done. So, Do you struggle with um, rest, not being productive? Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, I get what you mean. Helpful. Yeah, on, like, on like those the idea rest that we, we need rest, we we need rest in order to restore and in order to give our best to everything, and yet it's not a thing on our to do list. So <laughs> doing it feels like we're somehow like not doing what we're supposed to be doing. Well, and I appreciate it too. Um, my sister has said in the past she sometimes feels like when I am visiting her, I'm she's still alone because she can tell that I'm not fully present. So I'm, I'm excited to later to be spending some time with her and, and just see how different it can be. 
Yeah, today. absolutely. See if she notices the difference. I will. But yeah, I will. on those on those weekend days or the days when you don't have as much going on and you're not working and you feel that creeping in, like just address it, you know, yeah. even though I really feel some stress creeping in on my day and it is unwelcome. <laughs> I love yeah. accept and forgive myself and just, you know, where you're feeling it, what you're feeling and just go through those points, give it a deep breath and rate it at the beginning and the end and see what changes. And then from there, like in the instance of now where you have a four, what's left for you? I get it. <laughs> what's, what's left for you that makes up that four? Okay. Can you put a finger on it? That makes it four versus a zero? Yes. I would just say, I mean, maybe it is less than that, but I just, I think that maybe the only other thing is I'm one of those people who struggles with time. I tend to be late very okay. often. So maybe that is creeping in just because of the fact that, you know, I'm, I know I still have it all on my, on my list and I want to make sure it goes well, but yeah. it's definitely, I struggle with the being late too. Interestingly enough, EFT has helped me be more on time. That would be great. That would be it's great. crazy, but true. Um, okay, cool. So just being conscious of that, like, cause if you were going to do another round for yourself, like when we're done, you would focus on that thing, whatever the that time. thing is that's left. Mm-hmm. And that would be your next thing that you would do a round on until you find yourself at that zero. But sometimes people, I mean, Excellent. and like you said, it might be less than a four. Sometimes as you sit with it for a little bit afterwards, yeah. it's kind of like things are still kind of falling into place and stuff. And it can be, it can shift, yeah. you know, it can be anything. So no, awesome. Thank I, you so much for doing this with me. This is a pleasure. And, um, and thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. I, I already feel better. So I, I hope people will take advantage of, of this opportunity. And I look forward to meeting again.